What's up, everybody? We're on episode number nine, ten, something like that. This is a crossover episode, actually, between uh, the Madeira One v One podcast and the CrossFit Madeira podcast. This is Coach Marco and Coach Chris, and we are joined by uh, some people. No, I'm just kidding. Introduce yourselves, you guys. We'll go from left to, or right to left. We're with say your first and last name, ma'am. Emily Zamudio, Chloe, Camila Arias Tavar. So the real reason we're actually here is we're here to talk to Emily. Uh, for some reason, uh, she's a special guest. We so. didn't we didn't have any other guests planned, <laughs> so we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. Also, Emily's in town. Emily not only was the first front desk manager, is the official title. I got her the job. Yeah. <laughs> so she was, it was kind of like nepotism. She was kind of handed the position, mm-hmm. but... Needless to say, she did a really good job. She was the first front desk manager here at Cross from Madeira. And um, she is also a student of Coach Chris's. So, Emily, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll lead into what got us to this point. So, age, and give us a little rundown of yourself. Okay. Um, Speaking um, to the mic. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um so I'm 19 years old. I graduated from Madera South High School. Um, was really involved uh, with clubs, sports, and then outside of the gym. You know, obviously came here. Um, uh, was on the MMA side. Got into CrossFit a little later in before I left to boot camp. Uh, recently graduated from boot camp um, May 6, and. So you just, so for people that don't know, you just went to boot camp, right? Yes. And, uh, for the U.S. Marine Corps? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, you were, you graduated from San Diego. Um, that was a pretty big event, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, if you don't know, females tr- um, go to boot camp at Paris Island, South Carolina. Um, and males have always gone to San Diego for boot camp. Well, they recently confirmed um, having females train at um, MCRD San Diego. And um, it's pretty much, um, it was like an experiment of whether or not they want to continue having females go to San Diego. So all the females that did go, um, we were all pretty much hand selected. It was either based on our physical ability or leadership ability. Um, I was told that it was because of both, which is what, which was why I got selected. Um, so yeah, we made history and our platoon, uh, did extremely well. So there will be future platoons training at San Diego. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> Do you have anything to add, Marco? How old were you when you started with Chris? I was... Well, just so she knows, she, 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 uh, started kickboxing here. She was one of our original members. You guys, you guys don't, not original, but she was probably one of the first females um, at Madeira Martial Arts to actually start and train with it. So, I mean, along with other, other, a couple other, Lupe came at the same time, right? You brought in Lupe? Oh, it's like. Lupe, jump in the camera and say hi. <laughs> like, like, a, like half a year so to a year later? Like, uh, like half a year later. Yeah. But do you remember how old you were? I started in 2018, so I was so like, like five. 
No, I was... 16, 17? Yeah, 17, I believe. Um, and did you, is that something you wanted to do or was that something like your mom forced, not forced, but encouraged you to do? So I always wanted to do um, some type of physical sport. You know, like I did like volleyball and like basketball and track and stuff like that. Um, but it just, yes, I liked, enjoyed playing the sports, but I wanted something more physical and challenging. Um, so I constantly tell my mom, like, I want to do like some type of fighting, like, um, you know, like, yeah, like boxing or anything like that. And at first she was all like, no, you have too much on your plate. So I was kind of held away from that for a while. And I was going through a tough time my sophomore year and, um, you know, I kind of wasn't myself, you know, I wasn't who my family knew I like, who who I, yeah, like I was literally like in my own little universe, just lost. And that's when she finally decided, um, to put me in, um, or that's when she found the gym and then she put me in. And honestly, like since then, like I found myself again, you know, I became a better person, you know, like. Like this gym honestly like saved me and helped me find myself again. So I was really grateful for that. <laughs> Emily, um, I don't think you realize how impactful you are as as a person. You're I mean, you're you're short <laughs> you're small in structure, <laughs> but your personality is the size of a you know, of I mean, you're un, unreplaceable, right? I mean your personality alone is is very vibrant. You're really, you know, energetic your ball of energy i remember when you came to the gym i was like she's gonna quit in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) but dude you you know to see from where you are to uh, where you started to now i mean you you, you've gone a long way and you impacted a lot of people in uh, your lives and you know there's a reason why i wanted you to come and you know if those of you don't know this is my daughter and we've talked to about her in the past you you've been a big influence to her in the past cammy like do you do you like did you look at emily when she was here at the gym as like your big sister yeah it's like she me and her are always really close we're always hanging out she's always been a good influence on me you think she's a like a good role model for you to like base like to kind of kind of look up to and yeah. like she's always kind of been like that to me it's really special Special connection. Um, Let's talk about your relationship to Chloe. So you actually got Chloe her job here at Cross Madera now. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about how you guys know each other, um, first impressions (laughs) of each other, and what it was like. What was it like pitching this job of front desk manager? Which, like I said, you did a fantastic job, and as one of the main coaches here at Cross Madera, I'll always be grateful for the work that you did in probably the worst year of Cross Madera. Oh yeah. Like the you you worked your ass off in the pandemic year, dude. And that's something nobody could take away from you. You did so much work here. And there's yeah. I don't wanna get your head yeah. too big, but you did a good you did a really good job. so without further ado, go ahead and answer those questions that I asked you. Real fast, um, those of you that don't know at home Emily was with, um, she was strictly with the kickboxing program and she came and as time got closer, she want, um, where she decided, you know, said, Hey, I want to, 
going to the Marines because I think it took you about almost a year to this like before, right? You knew mm -hmm. you that's what you wanted to do like a year before. She goes, I need to get stronger. I need to start lifting weights. I need to get my conditioning up. And, you know, me being the person I am, you know, awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, re I, I kind of I wanted to figure out a way to um, get her involved in the CrossFit side. And um, I talked to Bo about her. Bo always knew I, I talked highly about her all the time. And uh, at the time, we didn't have a front desk person. Um, we didn't have anybody um, really doing the administrative work, and I kind of we pitched the idea. And Bo, being the awesome gym owner that he is, he you know he just he thought it was a great idea, and you know the rest was history. Emily came in, um, got a job uh, on the CrossFit, did all the um, front desk stuff that Chloe does now, but she was pretty much paved the way for that, like pretty much started the whole position from scratch yeah. and then uh the pandemic hit but back to marco's question if you want to repeat it <laughs> i just wanted yeah. to bring you guys up to speed no yeah and that and that's great for anybody listening who doesn't really understand the impact that emily had on the crossfit side as well but basically how did you and chloe meet what were your first impressions when you guys met each other and how did you pitch the front desk manager job to chloe how did you get her in here I'll answer how we met and then you answer the job part. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Drama. I met Emily in eighth grade. Um, we both played volleyball, but we didn't even go to the same middle school. I went to TJ. She went to Desmond. Um, but South, like South's volleyball program was doing a club team. And I wanted to join because since I was going to be at South next year, I wanted to meet people that I would be playing with from there on out. So I obviously went and Emily was a part of the team. And it was actually funny because we were both liberos, so we had the same position. So there's low-key like competition because that's the whole point it was like, we had to complete, compete for playing time. And then like everyone thought I didn't like them. I was just really shy. I remember you guys telling me that all the time. I was like, no, I literally just was shy because I didn't know you guys. But we at like freshman year of high school, we had, what classes did we have? We had first period, second period together. Girl, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. And my dad was her p coach so we all like our little friend group that i have now all kind of got close our freshman year and that was when we got like closer and then we just got closer throughout the year because i did things with her like leadership sports all of that you guys were both very big in leadership i remember uh i was always yelling i was always yelling at emily because she would miss certain days <laughs> I have leadership. I'm like, dude, go do your raw raw thing. Yeah, <laughs> she was she was actually the one that got me to do leadership because I had been wanting to do it. I just never like took the step to do it, and then she kind of put like a good wor word in for me. So then I finally like applied for it, and then I also did like ASB because of her because she was ASB president our senior year, and I was board representative, which means I just like present presentations at the school board meeting but I was scared to do that like I had never done that before and then I talked to her about it and she was like no you should do it it's so fun so that's what kind of made me do ASB and leadership too. was Emily always like that um that ear behind everybody's ear like the 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 in she's every she's always been like the glue to our friend group where she keeps everyone like determined like some of our friends are like low-key homebodies like they would not want to do anything or be involved in school at all but she literally makes them which is so good because that's how we ended up doing, being so involved in school, like our friend group all staying together, was because she would encourage us to do stuff. Like she would branch herself out and then she'd tell us, hey, do this, it's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
do you see yourself as like did you always like did you always see yourself as a leader like type of person or is it just come natural like me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. yeah i want to say it just comes natural like honestly like um past experiences and stuff that i went through i was honestly like built me to the person that i am today um and it's just more of like that mentality i have like i'm always striving to get out there put myself out there try new things and like just wanting to succeed and like i want that for my friends and like peers around me like you know i think um pushing yourself to your limits is really important honestly like that's something everybody should strive for so if i can do anything to help um anybody get to their goals like i'm gonna help them out you didn't answer that question though of how you got chloe in this gym okay so um <laughs> So yeah, I know I was, <laughs> um, like I was leaving and uh, my time was coming to an end uh, we working all, here. We were all stressing out. Yeah, I was I was stressed <laughs> out because I was all like, Who do, who's going to replace out. me? Um, I know like Bo and like um, Chris were all like, you better find someone that's just <laughs> as good. And I was all like, well, crap. Um, but um, I just know that Chloe's like a hardworking girl. She's so smart. Like she's so creative. Um, so and then, <laughs> whatever, and then I I just know like Chloe was really looking for a job and um so I was like it's a perfect so I Dude, hit her up and she took it seriously like I I never ever ever give Chloe a comp compliment but I guess I'll say it here on the podcast Chloe's been amazing Thank you. like she's been awesome like. I won't ever repeat this again, but she does. You didn't even <laughs> think it's getting recorded. Yeah, you didn't. She didn't even say that. She was mad at me for a while because I did. She sent that text and I responded hecka late. Like I didn't read it for like a while. Oh yeah, I texted her. I was all like, was "Hey, how about? would you like?" She said, "Hey, Riddles, are you looking? Are you still looking for a job?" And I just ignored it. I I don't think I got the notification because I told you like I did not know you even texted me. What did she call you? Riddle. That's my last name. Oh okay. I thought it was like a pet name or something. No. Like a friendship name or no. something. No, but she texted me that and I, I finally responded. I was like, you know what? Like, school's over. Like, I just got done with my first semester. I was like, I do want a job. And then I just told her yes. And she's like, okay, come meet my boss on Monday. And I was like, okay. <laughs> how do you feel like kind of like cut Emily off, but how do you feel working here now? Like, Dude, she made it so like such an easy transition. Like, how much days did you train me before you like didn't even come in and I just did it by myself? It was like one day maybe. One day, yeah. It was one day. Like the first day she trained me and then the next day she was like, oh, no, I'm not coming in. And it was already so easy for me to just like know what to do. She had a system in place like yeah. already. Like super organized, first of all, which is nice because it would be helpful not to start from like scratch. But it's already organized. I still kind of use most of her same systems. I Mainly the only difference I do that she didn't train me on is like Bo if he asked me for like projects and I've gotten better at Zen planner. That was the one thing that I really wasn't trained on. Oh yeah. Well, that's new. Yeah. It's all, that's new, but signing off. Yeah. yeah. But em Emily, going back to you, um, you, again, you started kickboxing with me and, um, you, you tried all, Oh man, my toe was broken there in that picture. I remember <laughs> 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 but you started kickboxing here. Like, was it a new challenge for you? Like, uh, I know you love challenges, like, but was that like one of those things where you're just like, oh my god, this is so hard, or was it like I get used to it? Um, 
for the Muay Thai side, it was, I felt like that just came like really natural for me. I felt I was like really like passionate about it. You know, like I really wanted to get better at it. If anything, it was jujitsu where I kind of was, struggled. <laughs> uh, yeah, where I struggled and it felt the most uncomfortable for me, you know, um, in the beginning I was somewhat consistent with it. And then after a while I was all like, no, I just want to focus on Muay Thai. And then, you know, me and Lupe, we did wrestling. We're like, we got to get back into jitsu. And like, that was um, awesome. yeah. yeah. And then we actually, you know, we did pretty good. It definitely helped us with um, wrestling. And then Lupe left me. <laughs> you guys were also, I, I forgot about that. You and Lupe, she's here in the studio audience. You guys can't see her. But you guys were the first um, the first female team in Madera South too, right? Yes. Am I right? Yeah. So you're just paving the way like. Knocking doors down for females everywhere then, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely, like, like powerful, like, females. Like, you know, like, I feel like it's really important that we, we step up and start showing, like, the world, like, how powerful we are. Like, that's what it's all about, so. And, you know, back to, I have a daughter as well, but I, I that's how, that's what I... I love about the relationship that you had with her. Like you just, or both, both of you, you guys are both here. The, like you guys kind of take her under your wings and I kind of, I, I love doing that. Another um, two girls are here from Madeira. Um, Zoila and Stephanie, I know they had, you met them at your first uh, fight, right? Yes. And they kind of, uh, they're kind of like, um, what's the pioneers in their own sense. Um, is it like how how does it feel like when when how did it feel when you guys met when you met them and like did it did it empower you and then like does it do you kind of feel the same way that you're like rubbing off on like somebody like my daughter like Camille does how does that feel Yeah so they were definitely like an inspiration to me like knowing that they came from Madeira <clears throat> and that they're putting Madeira on the maps like I know we're such a small town like there's not like too much to offer but like just like the the camaraderie in Madeira, like everybody knows everybody. Like that's what I like love the most, and um, just knowing that we're such a small town, but you know, like big people are, are like starting like are like we're doing big things um, is really like important to me, and like it's really inspiring me. You know, like I definitely want to come back to Madeira and just like. Um, Blow it up. Yeah, no, like yeah, like um, not, not, come back. Not <laughs> <laughs> like I definitely want to come back to Madeira once I'm done with my um, time in the Marine Corps. You know, serve, um, you know, with either like in a de like sheriff department, PD, and just like serve for this town because this town is what made me like who I am. And um, but yeah, like like I said, like they're a big inspiration knowing that they came from this town and are doing you know big things like that just an inspiration and that's just what i hope to do for um the other like other females um in this town and just anywhere honestly so i had i think i had this picture we went to a hiking trip and there was there is a, a there was a bunch of us i mean this is just part of the wild relationship that we had here we were just one big giant family i don't think i have the picture of the of the group picture but you guys remember the day we went hiking and yeah. like that how how do you feel about us being like a, a big gym family like i know we always kid around like we're toxic and we're like <laughs> we, we heck of put each other down all the time but when 
when you have connections like this to people, like, does it make it easier to come in and train when you're, it, when it, was it harder? Like, compared to this, compared to boot camp, like, how, how did you feel the, like, is it kind of the same vibe? Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, the, one of the main things I love about this gym is that we're literally a family. Like, you just know, um, everybody and that's whether on the crossfit side and the mma side like you just know everybody you know um so that's what i love the most because it definitely makes me more comfortable when i train you know like i'm not like too worried like um oh like they're staring at me like no like if anything like it pushes me more um but yeah so like i would always tell the girls at boot camp too i was like oh i miss my gym family like i wouldn't say gym i would say gym family because sure. it's literally we're a family that's what i just love the most um and um, like how you meant, like in the beginning of boot camp, you know, that's where I was. I was uncomfortable because you know I didn't know the girls. Um, you know, it was really hard to work as a team, work with each other, and just talking to each other. You know, I felt out of place, and that's just because we didn't, you know, know each other. We never built, we never built that bond. But towards the end of training, you know, we've been through so much together. Just like this gym, we've gone through a lot together, um, and so. Um, in the end, like you just all become like a big family, and like that was just it's just it's just a great feeling. Let's talk a little bit about your private life. I mean, um, outside of the gym, outside of the Marine Corps, um, like this is a big this is a group of friends, and I guess this was uh, your going away party. Um, how the way I noticed it with when like after high school and as as friendship as you get older, you start. Um, kind of drifting apart but you 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 try to stay in contact with a lot of friends uh do do like did you contact write letters to everybody in boot camp while you were in boot camp and and uh or did you just like were you just so focused were you so focused and like so tired every day in there yeah or, so honestly writing letters in boot camp was really difficult when i did write letters it I was i got one by the way just to throw it out there. <laughs> when i Ka did write Kami letters i got one to correct that <laughs> for me she she wrote back i didn't <laughs> yeah i know i got i got like four letters back from like everybody but whatever but um no writing letters honestly hard you know i was really focused on my training and just earning the title um and honestly like you're you're in boot camp you're doing something 24 7 like you're never not doing anything um busy yeah they keep us busy so if i wanted to write letters <laughs> it would have to be literally during my sleep time um so i'd be like up in the middle of the night you know like um by my foot locker writing letters if i did um but yeah that was literally the only time i did but i knew like i have strong relationships with my friends with my family like they knew that, you know, I didn't need to write letters. They knew, like, I was going to be good. Um, but, yeah. Tell us about your uh, your family, your your immediate family, how much they mean to you, except your sister. You don't have to talk about her. Tell them, like, I know these guys are your rock. So, like, uh, tell us about your mom, your brother, your and your, uh, and your two sisters. Uh, shout out to your brother, by the way. He's uh he's kicking butt. He he uh, decided to follow your path, and he joined the gym, and he's in the kids' uh, kickboxing class, and he's doing well. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but he did it. He's do, he's doing good. He's doing good. But tell us about them. So I definitely love my family. Um, I know I don't like show it so much around them. Just not that type of lovey dovey person or whatever. But um, um, you know, me and my family, we've been through a lot. Um, but we've always had each other's back. I know I bump heads with my mom a lot just because we're both we're both stubborn. Um, and then. But my mom, she's been so supportive. You know, when I told her that I wanted to do the military, she made sure that it was something that I wanted. And that's honestly what she's always um, made me do is make sure that if I do something that I have to commit to it and make sure it's what I want. And um, honestly, like that's one of my my big pet peeves is like you want to do something, um, do it and give it 110 percent. And I got that from her. Yeah, your mom's your mom's a rock star, dude. Like shout out to she's a nurse so you know shout out to her <laughs> but she she's awesome she she's still um i, I kind of poke fun of her i was like she's out there buying every sticker every every <laughs> my daughter's a marine every shirt, <laughs> like every shirt, every shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like it's funny but it's yeah. cool yeah so she's my she's been like so supportive um about it she's definitely one of those moms that are going to make the t-shirts make the banners like she's just really proud and um you know i'm just thankful because not a lot of not a lot of families um get that type of support like a lot of girls in boot camp some of their families didn't even go to graduation which was mm. really upsetting um so just knowing that i had like my mom my grandma and my um one of my older other older sisters there was just um you know i was really grateful for that and um and then with my little sister emma um i know yeah that that thing right there <laughs> um we as my time was um getting close to leaving we definitely got closer which was what made it harder to leave um you know i remember we didn't we even bumped heads too and we never really got along but as she got older as i got older you know um we we really got closer um and there's my there's my other older sister. She's um, she lives in San Diego, so she was easily able to get on um, base. And because her husband's in the military, so she had a military ID. Um, and then there's my grandma. You know, I love my grandma. I'm like her pride and joy. I'm her I'm her baby. Um, her favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they know it. I'm I'm my grandma's favorite. Um, you know, she's definitely proud of me, proud of me as well. And, you know, she, she always, she, my grandma takes care of me so much, you know, the first, um, when I got home, you know, my first, she made sure one of my first main meals was ceviche, which is my favorite. And, you know, she, she made sure she got the um, stuff she needed and, you know, she kicked it right up for me and yeah, she's always taking care of me. So oh, we'll pause. That's a good pausing moment. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the Cross Madera, Madera Martial Arts 1v1 podcast. Hello, my name is Bobby Gutierrez, President and CEO of Red X Pest Control. My cell number is area code 559-479-0485. I am your local pest management professional here in Madera, California. Hope to talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Something stupid like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. the PKB, yeah, yeah, we could. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we're back from our break. Um, Emily, it, it, we can't get away from 
you know, talking about it. I try to get away from it, from talking about it in every episode. But 2020 was a crazy year for the world, right? You went into a boot camp in the middle of a pandemic. How frustrating was that? And tell us about all the, give us all the deets. How, of all the things you guys had to do, the different procedures, like things they tell you normally you wouldn't do that you had to do now, like, and then tell us about your horror story <laughs> <laughs> getting into boot camp. Like, cause I remember how frustrated you were pushing your date back and then you finally got your date and then what happened there and then you had to wait again once you were there. Tell, tell us about all that details of people that don't know at home. What what happened? There was a big pandemic. You know, people had to wear masks for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so COVID really messed with my plans um, with, like, joining the Marine Corps and all that. Um, you know, like, before, like, they shut down school and all that, I was all like, okay, I want to join the Marine Corps. You know, I was like, this is what I want. And then COVID hits, like, next week, and I'm just about to go and enlist and so I have to hold off, um, you know, two, three months. Let's pause real quick. Sorry, let me interrupt. You guys, you and Chloe were like, and and um, Lupe were really, really affected. You guys probably the worst I've seen it. I mean, I mean, there's, there's people died, of course. But what I'm saying is like uh, you guys were affected because you your graduation was affected. Your proms were affected. Was it prom? All of it. Prom was affected. Yeah. Like, let's kind of like it was. You guys, it, it it really affected you guys in the big transitional phase, and your guys going from high school to adulthood, right? And then here you go, you want to go straight into your career, so kind of kind of touch bases on that too a little bit. How like going from high school that dealing with COVID uh, and all the cancellation, and now it's affecting your Marine Corps career, like your, your future career, right? So um, a term that I learned um, while in boot camp was separate Gumby. And that means to be always flexible because things are constantly changing. Things are always happening and you can't um, just stop and pout about it. You know, you have to continue moving forward. Um, so that's something that I learned and that I had to learn um, before even the Marine Corps because of COVID, you know, um, it did uh, mess with a lot of the plans that I had um, planned for, you know, my high school year. Um, but it's just something like you have no control over, so you can't you really deal with it. Yeah, you have to deal with it. You know, there's there's not it's just something that's out of your hands, out of your control. So it's just something you have to deal with, um, you know, and move on and continue on with um you know, just work around it, you know, be flexible, um, to, um, be able to adapt to it and um, work around it. So um, to follow your previous question of like being in boot camp, um, it was really frustrating because, you know, it just pushed me back from joining the Marine Corps. Like I was put on standby so many times because um, girls, you know, were not passing their scores or just because like um just of covid like it was really frustrating and um what's it called um so 
before you go to actual training, they make you quarantine for two weeks and you're in a hotel room with yourself and another female and you just quarantine for two weeks. You know, you still study knowledge, like Marine Corps knowledge, you know, um, you watch videos, you try to PT as much as you can to get ready for those, for your training to begin. Well, my situation was that morning when I was supposed to leave and start training, they came to my room and they said, you're a close contact, your roommate tested positive for COVID. And being the first females to go to San Diego, they didn't know what to do with us because, you know, they never had to deal with that type of situation. If it was, if we were males, they would have been like, okay, you're going to quarantine again. You're just going to fall in with a different platoon. Well, the females, we didn't have a different platoon to fall with because we were the only platoon. Right. So they didn't know what to do with us. So I remember just crying that morning. Like I tried so hard not to cry, but I cried because I felt like all the things that I worked for was just going to be blown away. I remember, I think you called me. Right. Yes. You called me and I just told you, like, stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I it was pretty frustrating and I felt the pain in your voice when I talked to you. But, you know, I was just reassuring you like, hey, you already waited this long two week, two more weeks ain't going to hurt you. Like, but being in there by yourself, it sucks. Like it's like you're, you're playing mind games with yourself. You're playing like it's torturous. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did it feel like when you finally, so this picture is kind of hard. This is when you graduated boot camp, right? No, this was um, at our warrior's breakfast. So after, you're, after you complete the crucible, um, that morning when you hike, when you hike back down and you get to your, your squad bay, so where you like usually sleep at, because during the crucible you sleep in the, in, in the field, you know, so. It's a, it's a, this is a picture of you holding, uh, what's this? I don't know. What Your Eagle Globe and Anchor. So okay. it's the, the emblem, the like the logo of the Marine Corps. And you, and you pin this on your, like you, on your uniform. Yeah. Stuff, right? So, um, this is cause I saw a lot of, when I posted this on, I, I got a lot of like other people, like they blew, they blew it up for Marines. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess this is when you're officially. Yeah. A, so, um, the last day of the crucible is when you climb up the reaper. So you hike to the base of the reaper. You go up the reaper, which is like just crazy hills. Um, um, and then you go. And then once you get to the top of the reaper is when they do the Eagle Globe, um, the the EGA ceremony. Um, and so that's when like your one of the drill instructors will go to you and then you stick, you know, you they stick you, you stick your left arm out, your left hand out. And they just tell you something like about yourself. Like my senior general sector, she told me, she's all she's all like telling me that she's really proud of me, that um, you know, that I'm gonna do good in the infantry field, that um, you know, that I was just overall like a good recruit, now Marine. So just hearing that, like how proud she was from like of me was um really nice. So then they put the Eagle Globe and Anchor in your hand and then um right there you put it in your left breast pocket and honest mine's still in my pocket. Um in my pair of camis um mm. that's just something you you take pride in because that that like resembles you completing um the crucible and um, becoming a marine so you definitely take pride in that and you just cherish it so yeah that picture was taken um during our warriors breakfast so you know during the crucible you're limited to amount of food that you eat so 
what they do is they call it the warrior's breakfast. And once you hike back from the Reaper um, that morning, you go to the chow hall and you just, is it so a, it's like a buffet. Is it a better breakfast than they would normally give you? Um, it's it majority of the same thing, but oh, you get about to say. They, I thought I, I would think they would put like pancakes with like. Oh, we know with, we did get pancakes. You know, we like got better like, pancakes oh. with, with uh, chocolate chips in it or something. <laughs> no, but we did get cake, so I ate cake for breakfast. But um, yeah, so you just pretty much just get to eat like crazy right there and just make up for those times that you didn't eat. How proud were you to join up? Like, I, I'm well, we all know you're not the first Marine women or the fir first Marine uh, woman to become a Marine, but mm -hmm. how how proud were you? Because it's rare, but mm -hmm. how proud of you were you to become part of that club? Um, well, you know, one only like one, you're a Marine, so that's you know, that's exclusive club on its own, but then a woman in the Marines, it's even more exclusive. Yeah. Like, I know knowing you that's a big that's a big plat that's a big uh, plateau right that's a big uh um that's really high status right like mm -hmm. how do you feel about that so i'm definitely um you know proud of myself because i told myself like you're gonna become a marine like this is what you're gonna do like nothing's gonna stop me so knowing that i actually did it. You know, did it is like I'm did just it. proving. <laughs> yeah, I'm just proving to myself <laughs> that if I set my mind to something that I can do it. Um, so I'm just um, like, I know when I got up to the top of the Reaper, I instantly just started crying because I was all like, I did it. You know, like nothing could take it away from me now. Like I did it. It's you. So, um, you know, it was a really emotional um, part for me and also my proudest like moment, like. You know, nobody can take away that moment from me because um, I, you know, I was in pain. You know, I struggled. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was tough at some parts, especially, um, you know, doing the actual Reaper itself. But. Um, Who was being your, your drill sergeants or your uh, MMA coach? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm going to say my drill instructors because if they. If they hear something else, uh, they're going to come after me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, but my drill instructors, like, they were amazing. Like, I definitely look up to them. They're some powerful women because they were also hand-selected to, um, to, to train to, us. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, like, not only were we making history, they were making history as well. Like, Awesome, awesome, So, awesome. like, they were they were just phenomenal. Like, they're, they're scary, you know, like, but they know their stuff. They know what they were doing, and they trained really good Marines. Um, Chloe, Cammy, do you guys have anything to ask uh, Emily on your own? Because you guys are, are special. You're not guests. You guys are co-hosts today. <laughs> do you guys have anything to add, Marco? Anybody? I just want to say I'm proud of her. I already told her that like a million times. But I'm going to cry, but <laughs> I am going to cry. Cammy? No, not yet. <laughs> um, do you have any questions for her? I'm proud of Emily. She's come so far. I've known her for so long. I love her so much. <laughs> we can't make her cry. You guys She's just, done with that. Never mind. Cut them off. They're just going to make everybody cry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, rewind a little bit, dude. Um, tell tell us a little bit about your time here. And uh, here's a little short video of Emily uh, climbing the ropes. Because uh, she also did CrossFit. And, like, she she's doing – she's climbing the ropes with no hands here. No legs. Oh, yeah, no legs. Sorry. So, <laughs> no hands. How do you do it? No leg. <laughs> but well, that'd be pretty impressive. 
Marco, how did it feel coaching her? Like when she when uh, she started CrossFit? Like Marco hated me. That's not true. <laughs> no, she's a very good athlete. She's a very coachable athlete. And actually, um, at that time, it was when I was first venturing into programming because I got all I I felt like I could say this without tooting my own horn but I feel like at that point I was already a good coach but I was already going off of I mean I was always going off of other people's programming and when Emily started working out with us that's when I started doing my own programming and I was like try this try this try that and even when she would come in and do the classes I would kind of mix things up a little bit and um Honestly, as much as I always hype up uh, people who, you know, I'm proud of because they reach sm small milestones, uh, for Emily, it was always, um, man, I want to see her hit these big milestones. Like, I remember we were excited for you to hit a muscle up at one point. I don't yeah. know if you ever did, but, you know, you don't have to say on the podcast, don't expose yourself. <laughs> Rule number one of Fight Club. Um, no snitching. But, um yeah, Emily's one of the most coachable athletes I've ever uh, coached. And she did, like I said, <clears throat> I'm not about to cry. I don't give a fuck. But, <laughs> um, but she did an amazing job when we were, I remember at our worst, when we were trying to raise funds for the forest fires, there was literally ash falling down from the sky. Yeah, and, and me, me and Emily were gathering donations for uh, the Bear Creek fire. Um, shout out to Sugar Pine Smokehouse. Do you remember it looked like the sky was on fire? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like, that? Yeah, it was bad. It was rough. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, Emily's been one of the best athletes that I've coached so far. Um, not to hype you up too much. <laughs> and as far as training you also to like make sales and stuff, that was that was really fun. Yeah. I remember we would always compete to see who could get the most sales. And I, I wasn't instigating at all. No, 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 no. I didn't instigate that. Definitely all. not. I'm not an instigator at all. Let's. Uh, I just, it, you know, it's kind of boring now, actually, because no, now that Emily's gone, no one really competes with me. Like <laughs> I, do I sell all the memberships? No, I, that's true. I just sign them up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in. Uh, he's over here uh, listening, but. If uh, Andrew wants to jump on, get in the middle of us real quick. I know he's dying to say something, but <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, if you guys don't know, Coach Andrew uh, is uh, is also one of uh, Emily's coaches. You got anything to add? Uh, so uh, Emily, I remember her first day. Her first day was Jiu-Jitsu. She came and really? to say, yeah. Yes. Okay, her first day was just you. Chewy uh, messed me up. He was just tossing me around, and I was all like, I do not want to do this. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. My mom was all like, yeah, it's a kickboxing class. And it was jiu-jitsu, and I was all like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember I rolled Google lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We're the gloves. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I remember rolling with her on her first day. I literally thought, I better not throw her around, or she's not going to come back next week. But... Uh, Couple years later, uh, probably one of the best ones in the class. Yeah. Uh, not not just like skill wise, you know, but uh, who puts in the effort and dedication on top of everything else that she did outside of the gym, whether it be schoolwork, uh, her lead up to the Marines, getting into the Marines, and uh, 
just all that added up to what she's become now. And uh, I'm speaking not just speaking for myself, but I think speaking for all of us, we can say we're really proud of her here at both uh, Madeira Martial Arts and CrossFit Madeira. All right, stop making this cry. <laughs> Emily, so let's add one thing. I'm a big, um, I'm a, uh, I'm big on people competing. Uh, I don't, I don't really push everybody to, but I just like to nudge people into towards competing. <laughs> uh, 2019, uh, I think you were still in high school, right? Yes. Uh, you decided to jump into your first competition, our first and our first uh, kickboxing event that we hosted here in Madeira. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, you so you train, you you train for an X amount of time, and then I said, "Hey, you're fighting. You don't have a choice." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yes. How were you? Do you think you were just as nervous doing that than to uh, just as nervous going into the Marine Corps, or do you think that? Uh, like doing this kind of like prepared you mentally going into the Marine Corps or did it help at all? Yeah, it definitely helped because I remember um, with the the fights, I was all like asking you like, who am I going to fight? Like, who am I going against? Like, I really wanted to know, like just knowing the unknown was kind of like always my biggest like fear because I like <clears throat> being like ahead and I like being prepared. And what did I tell you? Like, don't worry about it. You'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was definitely nervous. You know, I was, um, um, I was, yeah, I was, I was generally, generally, I was scared. Like, I was really scared. Um, you know, I, I hate losing, and um, so that's one thing. Like, I didn't want to happen. Unfortunately, I did, but it was a, I think it was a good match. It was my first match. It was a really good experience. Definitely an eye opener. Um, Speaking of which, we have it right here. <laughs> There's no sound, guys. So, yeah, but uh, no, it was – she was – I know we did struggle um, finding me a fight. She was, I remember, like 20 pounds heavier than me. She was like six years older than me. You know, she was um, – she definitely had more experience. She was really good. Um, but no excuses. Yeah, no excuses. Um, you know, uh, I was just grateful to even get a fight, um, you know, but – and that was a good fight. Yeah, my adrenaline was definitely high. Um, I was really nervous. Um, but you know, after the fight, I was all like, oh dang, I was all like, I just I just had my first fight. Can we go again? Yeah, we I was like, I wanna go again. I was like, rematch, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, I definitely um sadly I didn't get to do the second one just because, you know, I got my hand was injured, but um She got bit by a dog her dog. Yeah, I got oh, bit yeah. by my dog. The so day I, the day before. Yeah, it was like a couple of days before and so like I really I couldn't even close my hand, so that sucked. Um but um it definitely mentally wise, it definitely prepared me, um, just because like going to boot camp, I didn't know the girls that I was going to boot camp with and you know, like I'm very competitive. So, you know, even though they are my sisters, um I was still in competition with them, you know? So I had to compete for like leadership positions against them for PT, like um, physical training, you know? Um, I was always in competition with them. Like like right there, um, her that's Katie Hogan. She was our guide. Um, Shout out to Katie Hogan. Yeah, um, <laughs> going into, before going into boot camp, um, a lot of the recruiters are all like, you better be guide because guide is the highest leadership position you can get in boot camp. And um they're all like, you better get guide, like no excuses, like you better get guide. And, 
you know, I ended up not getting guide. Um, so that's something, you know, I had to, you know, overcome, deal like deal with, you know, I didn't get the position, you know, I worked for it, but I didn't get it. And that's, um, you know, so, yeah, like with the fight, you know, I really wanted to win, but I lost. And that's just something, you know, I can't let get to my head. I just have to learn from it. So like with the fights and training here, um, not knowing that everything's not always going to go the way you planned is what prepared me for boot camp because not everything went the way I planned in boot camp. You know, I'm I'm proud that I, you know, made it through. I ended up becoming one of the squad leaders. Um, I was first squad leader. So, um, you know, I'm proud to say that, that I did have some type of leadership role and I worked hard for it and I remained, I was the I was one of the squad leaders for like three fourths of the boot camp. Um, so I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. You know, I'll take pride in it. You know, I did work my butt off for it. Um, but yeah, just like being here at the gym, you know, not everything's going to go your way. Um, so separate Gumby, you got to be flexible, work around it and work with what you got. Awesome, dude. That's it's a great story. I know I'm glad you shared it with us. Um, I don't have a picture of him, but um, I know you worked with a really awesome guy in um, as your recruiter. You want to give us a little bit a uh, uh, shout out to him or and how you met him and how that happened? Oh, so Sergeant Brazil, um, yeah. he was my recruiter. Um, I was, I knew I wanted to do the military um, in the beginning of my senior year because um, I knew I eventually wanted to go into law enforcement. So I was still applying for colleges. Um, you know, I got accepted to like majority, m most of the ones that I applied to. But, you know, I military was still always like on the top of my head that I wanted to do it. And so I remember talking to like the army first and um, honestly, like the recruiter there, he just didn't, he just made me feel like a number. Like he, I didn't feel like important. Like I felt like he didn't care. So, um, you know, I kind of ghosted the army. And then one day during lunch, um, they had the pull up bar set up and everything. And one of my friends, she was all like, go do pull ups. And I was all like, I don't even think I have even done a pull up mm -hmm. before. I was like, I didn't know. Like I was never like in the gym. So I never got into that type of stuff but um so I went and I ended up knocking out like 10 pull-ups and um Sergeant Brazil and Sergeant Lopez a recruiter from the Fresno office they were like so like stoked about me like so like oh my god like who is she like you know like they're really interested in who I was and you know um so like just like having that little moment, like I was all like, oh crap! I was all like, you know, they make me feel like I'm not just a number, you yeah. know. So he made me fill out one of those like info cards, and um, he's all like, I'm gonna put this right here in my like my pocket, my cargo pocket. He's like, I'm gonna call you ASAP. He's all like, we're gonna make you a marine. He's all like, you're a badass, blah blah blah. And so like at that moment, I was all like, you know, I was all like, okay, he sees like the potential in me, and like that's what I needed, you know, like I needed that support and helping me find like the right path for me so shortly enough you know i talked to him and he just made me feel like um like powerful and like yeah um, that i could do it and then he he <clears throat> he also was the one of the main sponsors at that first uh pkb event and he he also um he was also there uh he had a booth and uh, I remember how uh, he he said how proud he was of you when he saw you fight. <laughs> like that, that was pretty crazy. You just I think it was it was a match made in heaven, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, if if you want to tell us what you're doing in town real quick, give a shout out to what you're doing um, and your current 
uh, situation, what you're doing for the why you're in town, because you were supposed to be shipped out right right away. But, mm -hmm. you know, faith has it that you were allowed to come home for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and see us and you're here now. So tell us what you're doing in town right now and give a shout out to anybody else you want to do. Yeah. So um, I'm in town. So I start. I just like I said, I just graduated boot camp on the sixth, the sixth of May, and I start infantry training June first. So instead of having us like waiting around doing nothing until June first, they let me go on recruiters assistance, and they haven't done recruiters assistance in a while due to COVID. But you know, with like the restrictions going away and all that, um, they're allowing they're allowing us to come back home, and um, so. They gave me till the 23rd to be on recruiter's assistance. And that's pretty much just when I come back to my hometown, I hop out the recruiters, you know, I know next week I have, I'm going to Madera High and Madera South. And I'm going to do class presentations. I'm going to talk to the students, you know, answer their questions. Cause I'm like fresh out of boot camp, you know, like if you have any questions, I'm up to date on like the knowledge about it. So, and then Evan, like being like the first um, female to go to San Diego, like, um, you know, let's definitely, I'm definitely um, gonna talk to, you know, everybody that I can and just tell them like, hey, like I did it, you know, like you can too. So yeah, back home, just gonna um, help out the recruiters as much as I can, really what's, interact with the community and get them. What's the recruiter's name um, here here in town? The, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch or uh, reach out to him, what's his name? Um, yes, yeah, so there is a new recruiter here in Madeira because um, Sergeant Brazil, he did leave. He went back to his regular um, job, um, but it's Sergeant Guerrero. Sergeant Guerrero. And his phone number, do you, do you know his local base number or? No. Okay. <laughs> I, it's the one I sent you. It's the one I sent you. So his phone number is 559-287-0436. If, if anybody wants some information uh, for... Um, on how to join the Marines, uh, reach out to him, reach out to us, and we'll keep you in contact with him. We could DM Emily and uh, if you're in town, if you want to get any more information, that's a good um, a good resource, right? Yeah, he's a really great recruiter, you know. Um, just being back on a couple days, you know, I ask him questions, like, of what more the Marine Corps has to offer me, and, like, he's just giving me so much knowledge. Um, so I'm definitely gonna stick to what he like tells me like he yeah. knows his stuff so. We have a meeting with him on Monday and yourself. You're gonna be there, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Yeah, we have a meeting on yeah, Monday. I will be there <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know. Yeah, but um, Thanks for coming Emily. We I mean on behalf of uh, CrossFit Madeira and Madeira Martial Arts and everybody here uh, We love you. We appreciate you. You're a uh, great inspiration and and um you you've made my job worth it because even though you know you're not here anymore you know i'm still really really proud that you've came through here and we're able to affect your life and change your life in one way or another at least help you that one percent so really appreciate um you coming in in the short time that you're here you took some time out for us and really appreciate you emily and um just want to thank you for your service and we love you and appreciate you. Okay. Uh, if you, is there anybody else you want to give a shout out? Uh, go ahead. This is your time. Um, no, I'm just super grateful for this gym. You know, my family and my friends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have accomplished all the things I did without them. You know, um, um, Madeira is a big part of me. You know, I'm hoping to come back to Madeira and serve um, 
for it. Um, you know, this this town made me who I am. So the least I can do is come back and, you know, serve for it. Well, that's it for this episode, you guys. This has been Coach Marco, Coach Chris, Emily, Chloe, and Cami. We'll see you next time at the gym. Ooh, wow. Wow. Wow, guys. It feels so weird when we take it off. If I got one thing right, it was you.